Lord, be praised for Sir Brother Sun and be praised for Sister Moon and the Stars. These are among the most famous words of St. Francis of Assisi, written as part of a poem called The Canticle of the Sun or The Canticle of the Creatures. It's uh, often considered to be the first poem in the Italian language and remains one of the best. What you've just been listening to is a contemporary version of that poem set to music by a contemporary American composer, Glenn McClure, in a work called St. Francis uh, in the Americas, a Caribbean Mass. It turns out that Glenn McClure is also a former student of ours, but we thought we would start our course with this wonderful clip from the poem simply to show you that Francis is as alive and well in our century as he was at the time of his own birth and the 13th century in Italy. It's important to realize that in this 20th century that we've just completed, so different from the century in which Francis lived, he continues to be not only an object of devotion by people of religious faith, but also the subject of all kinds of inquiry, reinterpretation, and creative works of art. Just to give a kind of brief rundown, for example, the great novelist Nikos Kazantzakis, author of Zorba the Greek, wrote a novel about St. Francis. Hermann Hesse, the great German writer, wrote several stories about St. Francis. Theologians of all sorts, from a conservative like G.K. Chesterton to very liberal liberation theologians, have looked at Francis as a model. He's been the subject of three Hollywood movies and innumerable works of all sorts, from the most popular kind of culture to the most sophisticated and urbane culture that the 20th century has produced. Francis also has remained, up until our own time, an inspiration for good works, for works of charity. This was something, of course, that he was certainly known for in his own time. And now, even now, we can find soup kitchens, shelters for the homeless, hospitals, all named after Francis and using Francis as a continued inspiration. So that in this way, too, Francis continues as a kind of dynamic example in our own time. And yet, what we want to do now, at least briefly, is to begin with some basic information about this guy, this Francis of Assisi, this historical person who lived in Assisi between the years 1181 or 1182 and 1226. What we'll be doing, of course, is giving this very brief rundown of Francis's life now, and in subsequent lectures, we will be taking aspects of that life and fleshing it out for you. Francesco Bernardoni, Francis of Assisi, as Bill said, was born in either 1181 or 1182. He was the son of a prosperous merchant. He had a carefree youth, but he suffered an illness, after which he began to experience deep religious feelings. He began to give away his money to the poor. He was called to account by his father, and at the court of the Bishop of Assisi, he stripped himself naked, returned his clothes to his father, and declared that henceforth he would be loyal only to his father in heaven. He settled in a small church, which is called the Portiuncula, and together with a few men from Assisi, he lived a life of poverty, of prayer, and of good works. 
1209, he went to Rome to receive the approval uh, of Pope Innocent III to found a new religious order dedicated to living a life of poverty and to preaching repentance. The order grew very rapidly after Innocent's approval, and in addition, Francis founded a female branch of the movement called the Clares, named after Claire of Assisi, the first woman converted to his way of life. And a so-called third order was founded as well for those in secular life, but who also wished to practice Franciscan virtues as far as their station in life allowed. Francis continued to live a life which seemed to alternate between periods of solitary prayer and active ministry to the poor. He also traveled throughout Italy and as far away as Syria.